Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Yeah, that's right. We're glad you could join us. It's time to sit back, get comfortable, talk about some weird stuff, and just chill for a while. Welcome to After Hours with the Rise Guys. Here's Matt Man at nine. Yes, sir. Here we are at Jimmy Jack. Yeah, over your head button, microphone, all kind of stuff. Is that what that was? I, hit, I leaned forward like I didn't, forgot I had a ball cap on. Just head butted the hell out of it. Is that why you giggled? Yeah. I thought One you were laughing at I me giggled. because uh, in this studio that we uh, record this uh, podcast in, it's not our, our usual morning podcast, uh, morning radio show this studio. This is a closet without windows. But we get it dark in here. Well, we just did a Zoom call and the lights are still up. That Zoom call was fun. And I'm sitting here with my eyes closed, listening to this jazz music playing in the background, and I have my eyes closed, staring up at this bright studio light, and I'm like, man, this is, like, trippy right now. It's nice. It's, I find it kind of pleasant. No, I, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I could almost, I could take me a nap. Yeah, I wanted to turn the lights down, but I was afraid we'd go to sleep during the Zoom call. It was a meeting, like a work meeting. Awesome. Turn up the lights in here, Jimmy. So we can stay awake. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> you know, it was deja vu, deja vu with that meeting. Yeah, it was. Felt like we've had that one four times. We have. But we digest. Yeah, some of y'all have to do a lot of Zoom meetings, and my God, I'm sorry for you. Amen. Like, that's how, what, they're all 30 minutes long, at least. Every one of them 30 minutes long, because, well, if you take the time to set up a Zoom, you have to spend 30 minutes on it for some damn reason. And it's that, it's also like, okay, if they're 30 minutes... If you work an eight-hour day and you have to show that, you got to do 16 of them a day unless you take a, a lunch break, which, do you even get that working from home? Because you can sit there and eat unless you take the video portion off. If I work from home, I probably would be naked at noon. I know. like if, I'd be sitting on a Zoom call wearing a t-shirt and no britches, man. If you, no, no undershorts, nothing. I'd just, be, I'd just be porky pig and it naked from the waist down. If you're a, a, a female... That, that gets on Zoom calls and you don't have the video on, I, it's like, you don't have to explain anything to me. I would not either. I would not put on makeup to set her on. I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't do it. I would not. Yeah. Yeah. I matter of fact, I've done some of them with, with the video off just because I didn't want to sit there and nod my head in agreement when I didn't even really hear what you said. Well, if you do one of those types of jobs where you have to do Zoom calls and go to meetings for work, you'll understand what I'm about to say here. Go to. 
uh, because of the pandemic and the the rise of the Zoom meeting and working from home and all that, WFH, got to abbreviate, um, it seems like there are more meetings about things now that could just be an email. It's the name come to life. We have to kind of, we have to find a reason to meet, even though this could just as easily be one email. And that would be easy to do. All right, we just spent 30 minutes on a call. It could have been one email. I could have read that meeting in 120 seconds, Bob. Yeah, absolutely. Or Jimmy, excuse me. Yeah. Thought I was on a game show. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, but anyway, guys, what what would have what did they do during a, like in 1918 with the Spanish flu? It, what would have been the work from home status then? Because you didn't have Zoom and you didn't have internet. Like, did you telegram to work? I mean, you didn't work, right? Yeah, what, I mean, what happened so a with lot that? of people had just had to work. They had to. Well, I they get that. They had to that. go out and do their jobs because that's. But there that, was no uh, opportunity. That was to work from home. Budding industrial America. This is largely post-industrial America. We live in a hundred years later. Well, you're right. It's very different now for a, a big segment of the workforce. I plenty of people listen to us to work at plants and factories and get out and go about town all day working. That's just how they do it. I'm glad they do it because I like that stuff. And I don't want that <laughs> to become a lost thing in our society. But a lot of people, more than ever, more and more every day, have jobs where you can work from home. Yeah. you well, in, in big cities, but also like in, uh, I guess, the bigger cities in Japan, like for the last 20 years, that's the way it's been, is they build those stacked communities where you don't even have to leave the block. Yeah. You have everything you need right there. Easy walking distance. Like very, downtown Greenville. Very convenient to you. It's like downtown Greenville till you want to go buy groceries and realize you need a car. Or a credit card. <laughs> oh, man, it's farm to table. Well, my Lord. Yeah. You saved gas. It should be cheaper. Yeah. yeah. But no. And y'all, y'all sure do think a lot of these things you made out of reclaimed wood. That means wood you found or stole hey, somewhere. don't you hate on farmhouse decor. Yeah. I got a room. I look, my dining table has a bench. <laughs> cool. I don't have that. I have uh, You know, farmhouse tables always, for some reason, it has a bench or a pew. Well, uh, ooh, gross. Yeah. On, on a Coke can? Yeah. A pew. Pew. Oh, like, I thought you said a pew. No, like church pew. Not pew. <laughs> Shout out Anita Hill. Yeah. Um. I'm thinking of a silly little joke like that to say, and I totally forget the the path we were on. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I think we just. I, I the like working from home. The working from home, and then the the change that has happened in in the world. I mean, you talk about change over a hundred years from the 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 beginnings of the industrial revolution, really, when it was really kicking in and really just starting to reach these parts, uh, and then to where we are now, where we're largely post-industrial at this point. That's what uh, Jack Ma, the Alibaba guy, one of the reasons that he's been in hiding and just keeping a low profile is because he got bent over China's knee and spanked real good because he was talking about having an economy that throws back to the industrial age when we need to start working towards a post-industrial economy. Right. China didn't like that. None. No. Big. That takes away their their awesome factories that have... uh Apartments, exactly that, that you pay for even if you don't live there. Yeah, but uh, it's like the old mills that we've talked about around here, yeah. textile mills. But that's a hundred years worth of change. I mean, I can look back at my life and think of plenty of things that have changed drastically in the last thirty or so years. Your beard's looking nicer. Thank you. It looks much better than when I was six. Yeah, filled in a lot since. I was then. talking about the, your top beard. Oh, okay. Not the yeah. bottom. Well, beard. both of them, as a matter of fact, but. You know the the most striking thing that I've been thinking about in my private time lately that has changed since I was a kid? 
The thing that is, is this going to be something that is not very obvious? I mean, obviously, it's not an internet thing, but is this something that we maybe even take for granted? I bet people... If you point it out, I know it's always... You always try to point out the made you think about it things. I bet people about 25 and under won't realize how big a thing this was when, Air conditioning. when we were kids. Air conditioning. No, we always had that. My parents, I come but from a family. the units, which sucked butt, Man, dude. you'd be 50 degrees in one room, hot as hell in the rest of the I house. Know, that one room was paradise. Because those old mill houses were well made, but only to keep the, the, the heater or cold in that one room. Well, the, the, the air was in that one room. It wasn't in them other rooms. Well, you'd have all the other doors sense. shut. No, the thing that I, that, that I think people like 25 and under wouldn't understand from when we were kids growing up in the, the, the throughout the 80s and 90s is... When I was five, six years old, it was very uncommon for people to keep dogs inside the house. Oh, yeah. It's something I think about because I'm always hanging out with my two dogs in my house. Sounds like a sitcom I'd watch. My two dogs, man. It's great. I hang out with, with my two German shepherds in my house all the time. It's my favorite thing to do is just hang out and, and pet dogs. That speaks against what you just said you don't want to see go away, though. You want to see people get out and, and, and hustle and bustle and, and, and live life, but yet your favorite thing to do is to sit at home with your two dogs. Well, it's a pandemic right now. So you Okay, so your favorite thing to do right now... <laughs> is not die. Okay, I'm not trying Look, to Look, I'm fat. Holes. I don't need COVID, man. I don't want you to get it, because then I probably would. I know. We, we kiss. I, don't, I can't afford to I'm be kidding. on a ventilator. I got to make money and support my animals. Well, uh, I don't have, I'm a one-man operation. I don't have anybody to help me with them dogs. I got to yes. stay healthy. Just wanted to point out, whenever people might hear this in the future, what was going on during well, this time. That's good to do. Yeah. But, I mean, you, and you know what I'm talking about, too. Dogs were outside animals when we were growing up. Hell, most cats were when we were kids. You know, as Samson and Delilah, my yeah. first two dogs, yeah. uh, were in-home dogs. Mm-hmm. They would still, well, they would be dead now, but they would have lived a better life. They'd be old as hell. Those were my two dogs that, uh, this was Poe Mill days, they were mutts. I have no clue what they would have even been. Um, but we had a fence around our house, which very few houses then in that area had a fences. That was like, ooh, ooh you got a fence. Yeah, we had one at Poe Mill. What's up? Chain link. What's up? We had four foot chain link fence all around the house. Did you have a uh, basketball goal? I did. In the grass. Did you have a above ground pool? No, trampoline. Yeah, me neither. Trampoline. You had a trampoline? Yeah, jumpoline, man. What'd you do? Did you get on it once? <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh man, it was bad. By the time I got rid of that trampoline, all the springs were shot. It was it was it was you tramped on it too much. Yep. Um so we they were outside dogs and we had the fence. That's probably why we had the fence, come to think of it. Yeah, keep the dogs in the yard. You had to open the fence to pull the car out of the yard. <laughs> yep. Um and I remember the dogs, my dad had opened the fence, the dogs ran right out, in, and I'm standing right there, and right in front of my face, both dogs, same time, hit by the same car, and obviously killed instantly. Yeah, and that dude, that's what would happen with those outside dogs, is you open the gate, they're running like hell just to get out. and It's like leaving the jail cell open, what are they going to do? With my two inside dogs I have now, man, I open the door to the house. They're not trying to go anywhere. If we're outside the house, they're damn sure not trying to get more than 10 feet away from me. Hey, watch your language. They, I mean, they stay they stay pretty much glued right to my general vicinity. They're not trying to run off, certainly. Yeah. But if, if I just kept them outside in the yard, anytime I opened the gate, they'd take off running because we wouldn't have the, honestly, we wouldn't have the kind of relationship and bond we have because we spend all our time in the house together. 
It was it was horrifying. I oh, don't remember my traumatic. age. I want to say six or seven. Uh, and then you know the later story was. Uh, I saw a cat get one of my cats get hit. So I don't know what you're talking about. My car. Yeah, it tore it in half. Oh my God. Absolutely, it was an old that uh, Firebird kind of car. I, I maybe remember, a Camaro. It was primered out. It's hard to tell. I, I I can replay that memory in my head so many times. It was so traumatizing to me. But I remember at impact, I looked away. Like I don't know the explosion of guts or yeah. tore in half or four or five pieces. I don't know. But the the later story was that. My dad put him in a. Uh, I'm, I'm laughing. I'm not getting uh, teared up. Yeah. But my daddy just put him in a trash can, a trash bag, and then went and dug a big hole in the backyard and buried them there. Yeah. Well, I had watched something about archaeology, mm-hmm. so I decided, like a fool, to get my daddy's shovel and go back there and dig up Samson and Delilah. Notice the trend on Bible names. Yeah. I didn't get a. Get to name them. You, they would have been Tom and Jerry. You wanted to, to see about uh, Scooby and Scrappy, some some bones, or even, maybe even fossil. I wonder if they're fossils yet. Not only that, Jim, I, I dug them up. Might and, be fossils by now. And then laid them out, and it wasn't perfect, but I laid them out almost like you would lay out a dinosaur bones had they existed. Yeah, try to reconstruct them as best you can. <laughs> right, and. Uh, you know, you look at it now, and I see people look at me sideways when I tell that story and, and all that stuff, but it, it, it wasn't some kind of weird thing or like, you know, like a movie that probably a young Macaulay Culkin was in post-Home Alone, but just... It Page was, master. It was just... Good son. It was just... It My girl. It kind of kicked me in the science. Oh, not a real Good movie. son is the one I was... That was a good movie. I watched that recently. That was a good uh, movie. I'd seen it before, but um, it was traumatizing, and then... The lesson wasn't learned because my probably favorite dog, Rufus, mm-hmm. was an outdoor dog. Yeah, when I was a kid, we had, uh, when I was, a, I've heard stories about one dog. It was a German Shepherd my dad had. His name was General Lee. Oh. Yeah. That's, hey, well, what's up? Welcome to South Carolina. So General Lee was a big German Shepherd, and uh, he lived outside. He had a little pen outside, like a kennel cage thing, and that's where he lived most of the time. And then I love had, the word kennel now. It's yeah. like, because cage sounds bad. It so was pen. Kennel, kennel sounds a little more. Back you know, then, I'm sure my parents called it a pen. Pen. Yeah, so then they got the chain link fence put in so he could run around the yard. But big, beautiful German Shepherd back then was an outdoor dog, 100% of the time, outside. Um and then later a dog's on, size was definitely a big deciding factor for sure. Yeah, way back when. Back then, people might have a little dog in the house, but usually even those dogs were outside. But any dog who was in the house was a little bitty dog. Yeah. Um. And, and then uh, the first dog I remember having because they they got rid of General Lee because I don't know they didn't want to take care of him anymore. Um. But then uh, my uncle's dog had puppies, mutt puppies that were part Chow and various other mixed breeds of dog. Uh. But my dad insisted that I get one of those puppies. Because I'd never. I love the way you say puppies. Puppy. 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 Yeah. So he insisted I get one of those puppies, puppies. and uh, and that dog's. You know what that dog's name was? Jerry the King Lawler. General Lee. <laughs> we had two dogs named General Lee when I was. Are you a kid. kidding me? I don't know if they were named after the car or the Civil War guy. Uh, looking or back combination. now, well, the car was named after the Civil War guy, so I guess the Civil War guy. Maybe it was just generally. No, like, it was, generally speaking, it was generally. Generally, they, my dad was shortened it to General. 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 Yeah, not General. General. Not the of insurance fame. General. Yeah, I see. Yeah, so that dog was generally, and he was an outside dog, and anytime the fence got open, he'd run like hell. But you ever have a cat named Francis Mary? No, <laughs> never had a swamp fox cat. But then that, that's. That's one of the things that, see, people really resist change, and they don't like change, and they hate change. 
I guess it's kind of in our nature to resist and hate change because we're afraid of it. Honestly, that's what it is. It's a how are thing. you making this a social uh, statement concerning inside and outside dogs? Because it had to change somewhere. It, it, people were looked down on for having dogs in the house, and now that's one of the good changes society's seen since in the last thirty or so years. Where now dogs are. They stay in the house. They live in the house. And if you don't have your dog in the house, we look at you a lot worse than we used to look at people who did have dogs in the house. Because you used to get judged for being just kind of weird and or dirty people for having dogs in the house back when I was a kid. Now, if you have dogs outside the house, you're a piece of shit. Well, look. And you really are. The progression is odd because you're right. It was the time where like the no... The noble, rich, elite, powerful people kind of started that whole trend of having a dog, you know, inside the home. Yeah, it started. Domesticated dogs started with royalty. But then you got wealthy people, and then the rest of us. You had you got you know people who whatever let them just pee and and puke and doo doo everywhere, whatever, and it kind of like brought it down. But look at the progression of how they were there, had it taken away from them. Yep, and then all of a sudden, hmm. We're going to let you not only come back into the house, we're going to make a bar for you that you can go to with us. Yeah. You can't drink, though. Yeah, we have dog bars and cat bars and (laughs) make it so you can go to the patio of any restaurant. Yes. Man, even if there were... All right, when I was a kid, restaurants didn't really have patios around here. There was no patio option to eat. If you went downtown, you certainly didn't want to sit outside because you'd be homeless people spitting in your food. Um, It was just... And pigeons crapping in it. I was going to say, man, that's why they get rid of the pigeons. Yeah. We were talking about that a lot. that outdoor dining didn't want pigeons just taking dumps all in it. You didn't want to sit there and have a nice brioche bun covered in pigeon crap. (laughs) No, you didn't want that at all, man. Uh-huh. So, you, you, so, but yeah, back then it was, and now back then, if you had a dog sitting at an outdoor patio at a restaurant, people would have refused to eat there. Now it's perfectly normal, and nobody cares, and it's cool because hey, there's a dog. Let me pet it. Thirty years ago, you said he better be blind. Yeah, exactly. Now they're flying on airplanes. Well, they're changing that, so you can't just take any dog on the airplane anymore. Well, you know what? Now it's got to be a real service dog. That's one of those things why... People took advantage of it. You won't ever have utopia, where people will bring their goods and you just get what you want. Some son of a gun's going to go up there and he's going to take more unleavened bread than he needs. You give people an inch, they're going to try to take a mile. It doesn't matter what it is. Unleavened bread, dogs on airplanes, First Amendment rights, whatever it is, they're going to abuse it to the point that they lose it. Doesn't matter what it is. But, again, there have been some positive changes since we've grown up or while we were growing up. I mean, to me, one of the biggest ones that strikes me, because I love dogs, is being able to have dogs in the house now. Man, I wanted a dog in the house so bad when I was a kid to be my buddy. And now I got two, and it's awesome. This is the damn best. I know. You know, I, I was Didn't thinking Didn't you want to bring dogs in the house when you were a kid? Oh, I did. I did. And... I, I got whooping, whippings. Whoop, it was a whooping, by God. It was a whooping. It was a belt. It was an ass whooping. Don't judge my mama. That's that's how the that's another thing that's changed for the better. Look at the way it shapes me. We don't beat kids the way we used to. Some people say it's worse, but I think less I violence still, is still when she says Matthew. I still duck, yeah. and she's two miles away from me. Yeah. Um, but yeah. <laughs> two thoughts. One, back over Christmas, uh, I live up in in Tr. Uh, Northern Greenville County. It's 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 close to the mountains, but right at the the foothills of it. Uh, it's like, hey, that's a million dollar house next street over. That's a well, who knows? In today's economy, one hundred fifty thousand dollar house. Trust me, I'm about to move to easily. Uh-huh. It's about to go on. Yeah, there's, there's there's man, there's some houses that look like they cost a million dollars on that road and a trailer park. That's how it goes around here. I love my dog. Not a nice trailer park, roll run down. I have a 
Well said. I have a mini golden doodle. His name's Bear. It's the sweetest. I mean, he's getting a little barky now, but he's first just, name's Fozzie. Yeah, that's that's a, a point we need to uh, erase from history. But um, I, I love that dog, and and my perceptions change. But I also was I was a child and not being able to make the house rules. I surely would have let Rufus come in the house. Absolutely, Samson and Delilah. Yeah. Kids would have. It's the parents who didn't want to. Kids are good people. Parents not always. Back, it wasn't this most uh, recent freeze, but here uh, right around Christmas time, it was real, real cold, and we were going out for one of our highfalutin brunches. And uh, I'm saying that just for your benefit. I think it was 60 bucks. It was not. It's $38. It wasn't even full. 60 bucks, you wasn't even full. But you it was get, $38, and I had to take a dump there. What would you do, take a flask with you? No. <laughs> okay. I know the bartender. You know me and brunch, man. We just ain't friends. You call it a late breakfast, he's fine with it. You call it brunch, and he's like, Ugh. Well, I either want to eat breakfast at 7 o'clock in the morning or lunch at 11.30. I don't want to eat both at 2 in the afternoon. At 2 in the afternoon, I've already done a bunch of stuff, and I'm ready for a nap. I'm an old man. Whatever. But anyway, you were going to brunch. No, no, no. I'm just trying to remember what it was. <laughs> um, and so it was real, real cold, almost to the point of, God, God man, like turn the seat warmers on. And couple streets over, not in my neighborhood, whatever. Uh, I there, there's this dog that is kept outside. He has a, a dog house, but he's on a chain with a little bit of length on it, and you can tell he's an old, looks like an old hunting dog. Yeah. And I don't know if he's used for hunting, but it seems to be. But that morning, he was just howling in cold pain, like mm-hmm. the the kind of shudder. Hunting you know. dogs are very vocal, especially when they're not happy with something. And man, it was like I almost wanted to go over there and make sure like he didn't get his leg caught in a trap or something. Cut his ass loose, do him a favor. I I, I was just like, boy, m- living it versus talking about it. I can remember where I didn't necessarily, and I attribute it to the loss of life with my early uh, pets. Yeah, and not wanting to give my love to another dog because another car is going to snatch it. It truly. Absolutely. But I I was like, God, that poor dog. I want to go over there and cut those chains. You know? I would have got shot. Probably would have, yeah. But And that's that's a sad thing. When somebody has a dog chained up outside, it's supposed to be against the law, but nobody bothers to enforce that law, at least not in these parts. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. 
I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Wow. Even where even where they've changed laws in the last few years to make it illegal where it wasn't before, that law is not enforced. If you have if there's an animal in, in danger. You call animal control, odds are, and this this isn't one county. No, this the this, manpower. This is the general upstate of South Carolina where we live. Uh, if there's a problem with an animal, you call animal control. They tell you to call the sheriff's department. You call the sheriff's department. They tell you what to call animal tell control. And it's just a big cycle, and nobody's doing anything to help these animals except people who are risking getting shot to go save them out of somebody's yard before they freeze to death. That's usually what it is. Yeah. I mean, it really is. It really is. You know, with Rufus, he was a uh, a Doberman Mix with a Doberman. What was the big dog? I can't remember. Doberman's I talked about big. him. So a Doberman and a whatever. But he's a, a, a mutt dog as yeah, well. We big fella. But he was outside and, and it wasn't, you know, I'm not thinking poorly of my parents, but I just remember going outside when it was so cold and, and feeling for him. But I remember that he ate canned dog food. And when my dad would go open the, you know, yep. you would hear him starting to bounce around outside. Yeah. Like he associated that man. It was like so heartwarming, but only if they'd let him come in. Yeah, if only he didn't have to spend his time what outside. Because man, dogs are very social animals, and I don't know how I don't know how it changed. I don't know what I know. What what did it? Christmas the- commercials, nineteen dollars a month. Save these dogs. Might have been. It always runs near the end of the year when everybody either needs to get some tax credits or they're feeling uh, wholesome and charitable. That Those commercials will always air at the end of the, the year um, when they know people are going to be a little more giving. And you see those dogs shuddering because they're so cold. And it's like, for only $19 a month? Yeah. Yes, we could have saved some time and money and maybe some lives had we brought those uh, dogs and cats into the van with us. But no, we needed to film this first. And I think that's where that and... But that uh, didn't permeate with with me, obviously, so I don't know if that permeated enough to make all that change. It, it, I it, forgot that existed until you just reminded me. Well, you didn't watch Christmas commercials. No, I... I was mainly into toys. I'm just saying from my point of view, that's yeah. what... It takes a physical seeing something mm-hmm. and to hear all oh, the dogs are cold i'd hear them whimpering but to see them dogs shaking no i didn't donate the 19 dollars a month but it changed my way of thinking it was a lot of money back then still it is today still is now because now, back then you didn't have cell phone bills and streaming services only fans to pay for, for the same salary you make now sure and only fans bills there you go yeah well you said it <laughs> yeah there that's that's a there's you know we get lost in the you know i i use the example uh on the rise guys morning show in 93.3 the planet we do each morning that off of last week's after hours with the rise guys so many people were talking about the the show way down the yellow brick road yeah i got a cough <coughs> there was what is so Matt's many got it no I don't. plague uh-uh okay uh, so many positive 
you know, tweets and emails and all this stuff. And then there was one guy who said it was off the mark. We totally missed whatever it was. I hope he likes this one. And I harped on it, like in my mind, thinking, God, what was it? That, what, why is it that we always sit here and, at least with me, and I'm trying to be more self aware of it, but all the positive, but the one comes in just kind of takes away all the positive. But that's how we look at, at anything. Even that's the, the example. The, the way the world has changed. People focus on the negative ways the world has changed yes. instead of the positive ways. That's like exactly we're better to animals now than we used to be. That's exactly what I was going to say. And, 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 you know, another positive way the world has changed that I'll hit you with real quick? Mm. I enjoy I enjoy seeing people take advantage of the nice things they have access to. And I say that because I, and I know you'll identify with this. This hit me the other night. I have I was, access to nothing. I was laying on the couch, but what I'm about to say, you'll identify with because you have a great story. My grandparents had a nice place out in Townville, South Carolina, home of the Powerpuff Girls. Lovely there. Somebody's laughing at that right mm-hmm. now. Um, but, uh, but yeah, they're out there like a mile off Lake Hartwell, out in the country, man. Back then, near Cityburg. Back then, it was really out in the country. What the Dollar General? There was Little McAdams Grocery, and that was it in town. Well, that was the only business in town besides the post office and two churches, and an elementary school. But it literally, it was one business in the entire town of Townville. I mean, it was it was this country as hell. What are we going to call this place? But my parents had a, or my grandparents had a nice place out there, and had this nice big master bathroom with. Two sinks in it, which back then, first time I'd ever seen that. I mean, it wasn't like it is now. Uh-huh. But they had two sinks in the bathroom. Fancy, right? It's a real master bathroom. Yeah. The, the toilet's in its own little room. First time I'd ever seen that in the world. A nice shower in there. You can, like walk-in shower stall. You know what's crazy? They never used that damn bathroom in my entire life that I saw or knew of. They never used it? They never did. They'd always go to the other end of the house to use the regular-ass little normal bathroom where it's a sink and a toilet and a shower all kind of side-by-side. Did they both have IBS or something? No, they just never used that nice bathroom, man. I mean, they they, well, and, and they also had showers, including a walk-in shower, but did they take a shower? No, they took a bath in the tub in about one one-hundredth of an inch of water. Did they have vinyl coverings on their couches? No, they just never sat in them. They each had a recliner they sat in, and they had a couch that nobody ever sat on for my entire life. I sat on it a few times when I was a kid, but nobody ever sat on that couch. I mean, you go sit on it right now, it's a brand new couch. It's that thing of what's the point of having it? You know what I mean? Exactly. It's like we were aggravating Fat Boy uh, from our morning show, the producer. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have to explain that. You know who he is. But he collects the pop vinyls, and he takes them out, which goes against the collecting hobby or whatever. But he's like, what the hell am I going to do with them in the box? Yeah. But those people who came along during and after the Great Depression had Fat Boy's mindset, even though he was born in the 80s. Yeah. My grandma and grandpa had a certain couch, and it was a it was my my grandmother's grandmother's. So what would that make? It? My great-greats? Yeah. Yeah. It was made on the reservation. Mm-hmm. But regardless, it was like a Victorian-style uh, thing, and it was covered. But you, you you could sit on it, but you dare not eat on it, you know, have some food no. or, or whatever. Back then, people did not eat in the living room. That generation, they TV, ate. TV, man. They did TV, not eat. TV, TV dinner. I mean, changed it. That generation, the, the grandparents and the great-grandparents, they didn't eat in the damn living room. They turned. I mean, they, they would, if they're watching the race, they'd wait till the race is over and then go eat. They're not going to eat in the living room. They're going to eat anything in front of the TV. What's a rerun? Yeah. Well, is that guy on that show? Yeah, uh, that guy. Um, same grandparents though. They're the ones with. Uh, ah, God, I've said this story a dozen times. The dirty bathwater story. I don't think you ever told it on this show though. Well, 
my grandparents, uh, this is Mary's, my mother's, uh, my that would make them my maternal. Mm-hmm. They, uh, they were ones that literally got married at 13 and 14 years old. Yeah. My grandpa, they got married a year later, bought a house, mm-hmm. and my grandpa started farming. It's crazy how little houses used to cost. They used to be real cheap. Now nobody can afford them. Well, uh, I, I attribute it to either them being cheapskates or just suffering through a time of save everything because you don't know what tomorrow brings. But yes, uh, when me and uh, my sister Angel, the golden child, would spend the night at Nanny and Papa's house, uh, they had there was no shower. By the way, now that I think about it, there yeah. was no shower. It was just a bathtub. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. See, that's where I point out that my grandparents actually had showers, two of them in the wow. house that they never used. Because they just wanted to take a tub bath, and again, about one one hundredth of an inch of water in that damn tub. You couldn't even get wet. See, that's something that almost like struck from history as a, a bathroom that you would, and, you know, not just a hallway bathroom, but an actual full bath that didn't have a shower in it. By the time I got old enough to grow hair on my ass, but then I sat down in the tub, Ugh. all the water got soaked right up. <laughs> That's how little water these people would use. Now they got these wands and sit there and 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 rub under their armpits and. Uh, Everybody always had that matted down hair because you couldn't rinse all the soap out of it because you didn't have enough water. I'd always not get my arms were too short and my back was too thick. Whatever, I couldn't ever get all the water off, and then I'd get all scratchy later, yeah, itchy and dry and I had skin, all dry so, yeah. scum. Yeah, just because you didn't have. Apparently, we didn't have enough water to take a bath, but we did anyway. You know, there was a time when. Uh, Y'all recycled them. Men brought home the bacon and women cooked it. It was a sad time in America. Mm-hmm. I like it when they both, both bring home the bacon that she cooks. My grandparents brought home sausage because uh, grandpa's cousin slaughtered hogs. Oh. Make damn good sausage, too. Rock on, Jimmy. Damn good Mac Adams sausage. Y'all from Townville, you probably had some. Yeah. Uh, but I can look at it and say it was a uh, misogynist. Mm-hmm. Okay. Talking about wants. Um, but my, they would draw a bath, and this was with me and my, so there's four people, Nanny, Papa, Matthew, Angel. Uh, Papa would go take his bath. Yeah. Papa. He was a maintenance man. Say again? He was a maintenance man, He correct? was a maintenance man at Furman University, he, head maintenance guy. Yeah, he okay. had the hands, if he had just washed his hands 50 times, you still saw his, it's like he just did a, fa- a handprint, like he got arrested, like you'd see the grease that yeah. would just, it was Part of his hand. And sure wasn't about to spring for some lava soap to get him clean. It wasn't invented yet. Yeah, okay. Only NASA had it. Okay. It was like tang. They didn't have pumice stones yet. It's the weirdest thing. So. It was only really discovered was, in 1990. It was in Egypt. Well, yeah, my grandpa would flip out if they had pet eggs back then. Mm-hmm. But so Papa would take his bath and then get out and dry off. And then uh, Nanny would then go. Mm-hmm. Same bath water. Same water. This was... I ain't going to say that's gross. It's before women were trimming. And then I don't remember for sure because I know that I know life prior to Angel, but I always feel like I went last. Which is. But I think sometimes Angel bathed with Nanny because Angel was younger and probably couldn't bathe herself. Yeah. But I was, generally speaking, always last. Getting in that gray water. Dude. It's a color gray that I can only associate with Aww. brain matter. Yeah, it's gray it's water. It's like elephant ah. gray. It's like brain gray. Yeah, yeah. It's man. like Jean gray. Yeah, I see that sometimes <laughs> when I when I wash dishes because I, I that's the rental house I've been living in for the last six years. It's really kind of crappy. 
Um, the sinks in the kitchen don't work well. Like the pipes don't even fit right. So that it's very prone to leaking. So I had to get a, the, those like rubber silicone stoppers. You just kind of lay over the hole and then pour water oh, yeah, in it. Oh, yeah. And then you got to drain it real slow or it's going to leak like hell in the cabinet. Um, but anyway, <laughs> one of the stoppers I have is gray. So when I get done washing dishes, the water has that gray tint to it against the white porcelain. That reminds me so much of dirty ass bath water. Does it make you think of my grandma, grandma? It does. It does. <laughs> Makes me think of your grandpa's bathwater. Just like it, it, it never dawned on me truly till I got into radio, where whatever year ago it was, we were talking about, I think, depression kids, you know, the kids that survived the depression or lived through it or whatever. And it kind of dawned on me, and I shared that story. And only then was it everybody's reaction that it was like, holy crap. Yeah. What what all I was bathing in and how dirtier I was when I got out. Yeah, you certainly weren't any cleaner. Now, <laughs> the thing about my grandparents' place, like I said, they had showers, right? And they just didn't use them because they'd take a, a bath in the tub. Right. The only place I ever saw them take a shower was the bathhouse at a campground oh, where God. you didn't have a tub. You had to take a shower. So you they know did. what you're, you're leading the witness right now with that. Oh, we'll get there. But uh, my, now I imagine that big master bathroom suite they had in that, that place that they, they had. didn't use. Now, this place... I didn't realize it until I was about 12, but it was a double wide. I didn't. I had no idea it was a mobile home because the way they worked on it, it didn't seem like a mobile home, didn't look like one. It wasn't vinyl-sided like every mobile home I'd ever seen. Have lattice at the bottom? No, it was all done up, man. I mean, nice. it, it, it did not look like a mobile home to me as a kid who had lived in trailers and mobile homes at mm. different points up to that time. Yeah. Um, but I imagine that big, nice master bathroom was a selling point for them to buy the house. So they buy the place, never use that bathroom that had to be a selling point to buy it. Never used it. I mean, my That's why I pay HOA to, fees now. I didn't go to the pool last year. Like, I think they'd use because they slept in that big bed, bedroom. I think they'd go in there and like, put their teeth in the cup of water oh, in there, God, you know, like man. soaking their teeth over Flashback there. City. Yeah, because everybody had false teeth in that everybody's generation. So they, they'd go put their false teeth in the cup in there. They might do their makeup and that kind of stuff in there. Well, Grandma would. Grandpa didn't wear makeup then. He wasn't a drag queen. <laughs> um, but uh, <laughs> Only for brought, the fundraiser at the church. Yeah. Not my grandpa. No my way daddy. in hell. Um but outside of grandma doing her makeup in there, it's about that's about the only use that big bathroom ever got. And I know they had, oh, this is nice. This is we're going to enjoy this, and they never enjoyed it their whole lives. That so is, I enjoyed people who take advantage of the nice things they have in life. It's 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 like I'll give you an example. Like These people have, were afraid to drive their cars. By the way, they hated to put miles on their cars. Oh, without question. And and my grandmother because she wanted to. She had had a friend of hers that you remember back in the back in the day. Where you would have the the sedans that would have the speakers in the back window, and oh, it would yeah. have upholstery there. Friend of hers, the the sun had melted the upholstery, and yep. it, it looked crappy. So she'd put towels. Yeah, and it looked stupid as shit. It was so dumb. It yeah. muffled the sound. I couldn't hear super ooper. Yeah, my grandma always did the same thing. And by God, if you got in the back seat of her car, uh, she had at one point like a ninety two Crown Vic, and before that, nice. she had a nice uh, nice kind of sporty late 80s Oldsmobile she had before that. But if you got Big into, brick of a car. You got in the back seat of her car to ride somewhere. By God, you were sitting on a beach towel. The, the, they were always covered with blankets or beach towels or something, but you never sat on the upholstery in any of those cars. Did you accidentally piss her back seat? Yeah, never. Never. It just be a re- somebody wasn't, wasn't going to either because there was always, I mean, uh, yeah. there was never to be any wear and tear or use of anything anybody ever had. It's like, I get pride of ownership. Like I have, uh, we don't have to go into details. I have a certain pair of tennis shoes that when I do wear them, I will get these. Uh, they're not the ones I'm wearing. These are 
I told you, these are about to be in grass cutting shoes. Yeah. But uh, a couple months. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. About March. Oh God. Yeah, it'll start up about March, man. Well, and then I will before after I take them off. Generally speaking, I will clean them. And uh, Caitlin, my fiance, or maybe wife, when you hear this, uh, she she kind of you know busts my balls about it. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I I will. A, there's some resale value maybe in the future, and B, like they cost money, and I want I want them to look nice. And I, but I'm enjoying them. I'm I'm using. I'm stomping around on them. I'm walking back and forth to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. In the kitchen, it's good to have some some nice things that you take care of. But there's taking, but I use it. there's taking care of it, and then there's putting those shoes on a shelf and looking at them instead of wearing them. Oh man, yeah. amen to that. Look, In a are, loose sight acrylic display, you got the tags on them still because you're never going to wear them. They're still like they're still linked together with a piece of plastic or a little metal chain, however they come. Yeah. Hey, see that's Jordan. That's one of Jordan's shoes from the finals. Oh, can I touch it? Hell no. No. Here's these gloves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. It, 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 it's a lesson that was learned, and I think that here's another thing along the the timeline of the depression kids that brought forth uh, baby boomer babies mm-hmm. that created a lot of. Uh, Oh God! It just left my head. Uh, hoarders. Oh yeah, it did. Because it's like they those uh, those parents, my grandparents, your grandparents, told their kids, "You don't know what tomorrow's bring. Tomorrow's going to bring. You should compost this. You should save that. There might be a ration on cardboard, whatever it may be. Yep. Uh, you know, bury your your money. Don't trust the banks. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, and those and that's where you get hoarders. Yeah, hoarders came from that. I I grew up an antique uh, uh, American pickers with a, with I spent a lot of time with my great aunt who was born in the early twenties. She remembered being a kid in the depression. She remembered that and growing up in that. And she didn't throw things away. Always like man, I'm talking about when we cleaned out the cabinets, we were throwing away cans of vegetables from the seventies, brother. Ain't Fanny. And this is in the nineties. Um, but yeah, it's just that. It, it either produced hoarders, like you say, or people on the other end, kind of like my parents, who were outright wasteful with the way they would throw anything away. I'll just buy it again later. If it, like, but it's cast iron skillet. I mean, it, just keep it. I'll just buy another. It doesn't matter what it is. I'll just buy another one when I need one. Uh, we're going to use paper plates and plastic forks because we just uh, see how much waste we can create. Yeah. So it, it went to one extreme or the other. Either you were a hoarder or you would throw away perfectly good things. Just, I'll buy another one. But a lot of yeah, but now you get a, some good inten- some positive intention on recycling. But I like oh Lord, if you hear this, I'm not going to say your name, but don't be mad at me. I'm just using it as an example, but and it's not Caitlin, but somebody that I know is really into recycling. But half their garage is compressed cardboard boxes. That hey, those come in handy because I'm about to move, Dick. Well, I got I got a line on them if you need them. <laughs> Thanks, man. But it's like. <laughs> Kayla and I used to have a laundry bin that was our goodwill donation. You know, stuff, oh, I'm not going to wear this more, put in the donation. And it started to billow over. And I'm like, when are we going to take this to goodwill? Yeah. When is this guy or girl going to take all that to recycle? You're, you probably are not. Probably it, not, never. You probably are not uh, because it's it's going to lead to hoarding. But it's positive. It's it's good intention. It is. It is like me deciding to recycle all those cardboard boxes was was good intentions. And then I didn't ever take them. So then I got more and more piled up. But now, hey, I'm going to move, so it's going to be good to have. You now you could have made a big fort with all those. I man. will after I move. Yeah. Actually, I won't make a fort. I'll have a whole new house. Well, buy a couple of refrigerators. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, we're running a little low on time, but I'll, I'll work this one in too. Something that that has changed since I was a kid. Yeah, I was born in 1984. I was born in December of 84. The, the tail end of 84. You remember? Yeah, but, Van Halen. <laughs> so, but by, uh, some of my earliest memories are. Of course, you were born in 1984. Wow, that just hit me like a ton of bricks, George Orwell. Of course, right? Interesting. Yeah, the uh, a lot of people were though. There are millions of us. Wow, millions. Let's of not go that far. Born in 84. Yeah, but <laughs> but you of all people have been the king of Orwell. Yeah, I love some Orwell, Animal Farm. Yeah, but uh, heck. <laughs> oh yeah, I love Orville Peck. Sex, Orville sex. Yeah. <laughs> hey, come on. I'm Redenbacher's sorry. popcorn. I'll, I love I'll popcorn. Hush. Turn my mic off. Man, when I was four or five years Orville old, Rock. I remember the first time I tried to go up to the old Hess Station by downtown Greenville. Oh man. The first time I was, I stopped there with my dad, and I walked up to the window because you know it was the one where you walk up to. The, you're always outside. You never go inside the store. And you could not pay to pump. That wasn't a thing. No, you just walk up to the little window, and you. Can pay, I get ten on number five? Pay through the tray if you're buying something from inside. He'll hand pass tray, it to you yeah. through the tray. Yeah. yeah. So I went up there to buy my dad's pack of cigarettes, which I'd done. <laughs> How old were you? Four or five, which I'd done many times in the past. Going up there with a $5 bill to buy his pack of cigarettes. By the way, back then, $5 bill, you'd get change back buying cigarettes. Name brand. What is a, I have no clue. What does a pack of cigarettes cost? Name brand, about six bucks. Christ, amazing. Even here in the summer. What is a carton? About 60 bucks. I can remember, uh, and this is, a, I'm not going to say that, you'll think it's toward you. But, Name brand. Uh, I can remember every week as a kid going to the grocery store, my dad buying a whole, it was on the grocery list, a carton of Vantage. Yeah. And it, I think it was only $20 in though. Yeah, it probably was. Wow. But, but I remember the first time I went up there to try to buy my dad's cigarettes and they told him they couldn't sell them to me. Because you were only four or five years old? I was four or five years old, and all of a sudden, you can't know. I can't sell them to you at all, even if they're for your dad who's standing right over there at the gas pump. Did he not wave to him and say, yeah, hand gesture for smoking, me? Yeah, yeah. and as this went on, he was waving progressively more pissed off because he's about to have to walk 20 feet to buy his own cigarettes. <laughs> oh, man. She, you you be she. careful. You get workman's <laughs> competition. I'm down. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that Did was, he pull a gun on him? No, no, he didn't. He didn't try to shoot anybody. He just went and bought his own cigarettes. But he was inconvenienced by it. He thought it didn't, it didn't make any yeah. sense. It's a convenience store, not an inconvenience store. He's four. He's not going to. I'm not going to smoke them. Clearly, I, I don't have money. I don't. I'm not trying to smoke them. I'm buying them for my. I'm obviously buying them for my dad. Why else would I be here? You know, somebody said recently they don't make uh, candy cigarettes anymore. Bull crap. They I saw. Still, I've seen them. Yeah. I saw them I've over seen them recently. Re, yeah. Yeah, I did too. Yeah. Like, oh, kids are going to like that. They're going to start smoking cigarettes. But I guess that's another positive way the world has changed since we were kids is that, you know, you can't send a three-year-old to buy your cigarettes anymore. Oh, yeah, that's a good thing. Now it's so what, if they don't look, I think they tell them, hey, if they don't look at least 25, card them. You're supposed to card everybody now. It's just. That's offensive. Mask wearing age, you don't. I haven't been carded since COVID happened, man. Not for anything I've tried to buy. Nobody's, hey, can I see your ID? I'm wearing a mask. Yes, that's a great example. I told you, I think, the story where I was wearing, uh, this was an outdoor, I'll tell you, what is it, Murphy, USA, where it's outside. Yeah. Whatever. Reminds you of the old Hess station. Yeah, and I had on uh, sunglasses and the mask, so literally, I'm ears, and I'm wearing a ball cap, so I'm, I'm a set of ears walking up there. A little bit cheek. And, uh, you know, I was buying some dip. That dip. Yes, I'd like some skull straight, please. And... Uh, she said, uh, need your ID. I get it. You got to scan the thing or whatever. And she said, uh, can you take your glasses off? And I said, is there anything else you want me to take off? I didn't say that. I said, what about the mask? I, no, leave the mask on. Yeah, I'll leave the mask on. I would have said, I'm not supposed to be touching my face right now or my glasses at the moment. Well, I mean, there's that. But the, the fact that uh, the story I was going to say is 
you know, back when, you know, everybody was going out and going to bars and stuff. Um, <laughs> what, last weekend around here? Sh- you don't make me look bad. You don't know when they're going to be listening to this. Um, it wasn't last weekend, but I think about this. Uh, Kayla and my fiance is a little bit younger than me and uh, looks way younger than me. And uh, we'll go to a bar and she'll order a drink. I'll order a drink. They'll card her. Mm-hmm. And then they look at me. Just make you feel like crap. Make you feel like a creepy old man. There's two ways. Either they will card me and I think they're just trying to make me feel good. Or, well, there's a, a beat of that. Or they're dumb. And then the... the or they're dumb. Well, they're like, oh, are you kidding me? You can't tell that I'm 21? Like, I know, what? Man. Or even the 25-year-old or whatever. Yeah. But then the other thing is... How do I not look 21? Come on. This weathered face, really? Come on, man. No, I'm talking about me. Oh, yeah, I agree. <laughs> or they don't card me at all. And then yeah, Caitlin, will even, Caitlin will even give me a little eye glance, and I'm like... Don't read into that. Don't yeah. you be thinking about what people think. It makes me feel like crap. Make you feel like a creepy old man? No. Oh, okay. It's going to affect the tip. I'm kidding about that. <laughs> I really, I, 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 just one thing that. It might. I will, that's one thing. That's a good example. My dad was, Jimmy, speak to this, was such a gentle soul, such a sweet person. He tipped like my daddy, though. Yes, you knew exactly what I was going to say. But then I think back on that, man, all the time. It was a standard. My dad's one or two dollar tip. Well, if we went out to get meat and three in 1992, <laughs> at like the Dixie or. or uh, Be honest, you got meat and fours. By the way, we had a dog named General Lee, and our favorite restaurant was the Dixie. Oh. How are you? Welcome to the South. Um, or we'd go to like Stacks Original or something, and we'd get meat and threes or fours. But the the total bill would be like 12 or $13. So a two dollar tip was sufficient, really. Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, my dad. Percentage wise, he was fine with that. And you if know, the service sucked. It was one dollar. But if the waitress is good looking, it was two. We uh, we're a product of our environment and the way we're raised. And and you know, I sometimes say, let's give pre-internet generations a pass on certain things. Not certainly everything, but some things. But our other favorite restaurant was the Little Rebel. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, don't give them, give them a is pass. Is this on. when you lived on White Horse Road? Yeah. Give, uh, give them a pass on certain things, but not other things. I'm sorry. My dad was, uh, if he got if he got good service, it was a $1 to $2 tip. If something went awry, it was a no dollar tip. Yeah. If it was a bill, let's say it was one of those, I'll, I'll just give you an example, like a Camp I of Tokyo, which when that was a special event dinner. I didn't know those places existed until I was 12 or 13. Okay. I didn't know hibachi was a thing until I was 12 or 13. Our, our idea of fancy was Ryan's with my grandparents. Right. Or like a steak and ale. Actually, that, our idea of fancy was country rolls chomping and stomping. <laughs> that was always... After Pope folks closed down. Always a $5 tip. $5 tip. Doesn't yep. matter if the bill was 100 And Camp I, it was. Uh-huh. For like a whole family at, at Camp Byer was probably close to 100 bucks even back then. It was a fiver. Yeah. And it, meanwhile, you're thinking about the dude that's sitting there making SpongeBob out of the rice is getting tipped out Boy, of that. Boy, if he was making server. SpongeBob back then, he was psychic. Well, he, he was, was making, making a, a Kool Aid Man. Or Kool Aid Man and Smurfs and stuff. <laughs> making the California raisins out of rice. Yeah. Hey, well, who's your favorite Ninja Turtle? I got peppers that are orange and red. Please don't say Leonardo because I don't have any blue food. Look, Matthew, that rice is supposed to be Michael Jackson's glove. <laughs> oh, it's Prince's hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what my daddy called Michael Jackson. There's another one. No yeah. free pass on that one. Yeah, another thing that's gotten better. Yeah, that and the seatbelts and all that stuff. Yeah, right? we'll have to get it. Dude, I want to talk about that. My dad was so mad about but we'll save it for the next episode. How mad my That's dad was two. when the seatbelt 
law started. How mad was your dad when they said you can't drink beer driving? Dude, I bet he was pissed because that, that again, this is South Carolina. I think that law uh, became a law in this state in 1981 or 1983. Okay, it hasn't been a long time. I mean, barely longer than I've been alive. If we had the open container law, don't Google it between now and next I won't. week. And do me a favor. I forget. Rem- oh, well, somebody listening, remind me that when we get to going on this tangent next week yeah. or next episode, that you remind me to tell you the story about how my dad had worked a double shift and his friend gave him one of them funny cigarettes. Oh, yeah. That's a fun story. That'll be fun, too, man. Remember berries, man. We just picked a few and going to lay some to the side and eat them next week. I don't know. Yeah, don't always resist change. A lot of times change is good. A lot of times change is for the best. Not always, but a lot of times. Cha-cha-cha. Changes. That's all we can do. Really. Yeah, I know. We'll get busted for that. Yeah. Uh, episode 21. Wow. The symbolic symbolism there. Yeah. 21. We got to wait a year to do another one so you can do that again. No, I meant uh, talking about drinking age oh, and getting yeah. partying. I and thought stuff. you meant because of the year. Yeah. Uh, episode 21 <laughs> of After Hours. I don't remember what year it is anymore. Who knows? Uh, After Hours with the Rise Guys. Thank you so much for listening. Do us a favor and please... I don't know where you're listening to this, but uh, and don't smash it. it, it be be gentle. Uh, like it and share it and retweet it. If you're going to retweet all these memes and all these hurtful uh, things, funny things, whatever. You're talking to me? Throw uh, Yes. Throw us a bone, if you would. Yeah, please retweet it. Share it around. If you enjoy it, let people know you like it. If you hate it, keep your mouth shut. We're really, really growing in the trucker community. I'm not even going to make yeah, a joke with that. Like, truckers really. are looking for stuff like this, so share it with the uh, Trucker Nation. Yeah, just tell people. If you like it, tell people about it. We're easy to find. We just want people to listen because... That's how we get paid for this. Yeah, we appreciate you listening. Uh, episode 21 of After Hours with the Rise Guys. I'm Matt Man. I'm Nine Man. I'm just regular Nine, not Nine Man. Yes, thank you. That's my gimmick. <laughs> uh, we'll see you back here next week. See y'all. Bye. All right. Get out. Time to close the doors on another episode of After Hours with the Rise Guys. Subscribe on Radio.com and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Pass it around to your family and friends and other P1s. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Yeah. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.